Commonsense Media activated. This episode is dedicated to all the video gaming fathers out there. Hop online, link with the squad, and let it rip. Let's go. You are now entering Dad Mode, a podcast with a dad's eye view. We are your hosts, the friendly neighborhood amazing dad, and I am the Papa of Steel, Edge James. What's up, Dad? What's going on, Pops? <laughs> Papa Doc. Man. <laughs> Chilling, man. It's been a it's been an eventful weekend, man. Super busy. How about you? Yeah, same here. It's been a very eventful weekend. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's too short. I had Friday I had Friday. It always off is, man. Worked yesterday, but not worked. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh. Work but not work, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so other than that, it's been good, you know, trying to get things transitioned, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you? And we've got, a, we've got a guest here. I want to I want to get this guest in here right away because this is important to get him all up in this business. Yeah. We got the wonderful, the amazing Trey M from Wave of the Few Shore returning once again. Sir, how you doing? What's going on, man? What's going on? You know, it's a bad dad. Coming up in here. <laughs> What's up, man? Thank y'all for having me once again. Wonderful to be here. Take up the studio oh, audience great to have on this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, settle down, settle down. There's no free drinks here. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you doing, Trey? Oh man, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, ended up my weekend as well. Wasn't quite as busy. It's a pretty good weekend for me. Quiet one. For yeah. Now. That's good, man. It's always nice to have that peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you know, you don't realize how much you need it till it comes around. Already, man, I get it. Cleaning and mopping floors. I was like, shoot, ain't nobody in here. Let's get it going. (laughs) Isn't it weird how, like, as you get older, how tranquil that can be when you're cleaning? You're just like, no one's here. No one can get in my way. Ask me questions. Add Mm -hmm. to the to the mess I'm trying to clean up, or you know, whatever. Did you did you did you do the risky business uh, dance? Is, it, is that you the slid across the floor? <laughs> yeah, <it> slide across. <laughs> you know, I didn't slide across the door, drawer, uh, the floor, but I did spend most of the weekend in my drawers. There so. you go. <laughs> That's a visual I didn't need. <laughs> as long as I didn't tell you the way, these were good. Oh, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this going. No, to answer, to answer your question, though, man, yeah, the, I, it was, a like I said, an eventful weekend. Uh, yesterday, I barbecued for... A bunch of folks. My my oldest daughter had part two of her basketball sleepover. So there were some girls who didn't make it last time. We felt left out. So we ran it back again and still were missing two for really good reasons. But um, yeah, they came over. I barbecued. They had a sleepover again last night. I was up till nearly four in the morning playing a uh, new game with Mr. Trey M here. A game that has had us all hooked. Line and sinker. You may have heard of it. 
little indie studio called Arrowhead introduced the second version of a game that is on PlayStation 5 as an exclusive as far as the consoles go, but also on PC called Helldivers 2. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I don't uh, even yes. want to look at the number of hours I've put into that since it came out last week because it's probably stupid. Yeah, same here. I put in work hours. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been... Yeah. I think we all have, yeah. man. Just takes a hold of you, man. Just takes a hold of you as soon as you you dive in. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And it's crazy because I know we all got other video games, but for me, I have not been able to pick up a different video game. Like, I haven't been able... Like, just... This, this is how good this game is. Like, I, I, I would be up. halfway into a campaign mode in a game that I've been trying to beat, but then this game came out and I've been all in. So, yeah, if you get it, then yeah, definitely you guys are going to be hooked. Just, yeah, we're going to talk about more of it here about balancing when it, when it comes to video gaming and being a dad. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good segue right there, sir. Yeah, the, that's the topic today. We're going to be talking about Gaming dads mm-hmm. and the effects that gaming has on the individual, the children, the family dynamic. Is video gaming good for you? So I'm excited about this one because, you know, we were trying, we were looking at various topics and this is just a tad bit of inside baseball. You know, Rich and I were looking at various topics, but we've spent so much time playing this game. We were like, I think this is a good topic because... In the case of the three of us and more, it's brought us back together as a group game. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't, I don't yeah. game nearly as much as I used to, but this is the most gaming I've done probably since Horizon Zero, uh, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. Cause even I, even with Forbidden West, I kind of played that, you know, in spurts, but all in. Yeah. All in on this, you know, I, from Trey to Rich. Or my buddy Dell, and then my childhood friend Joe. You know, I grew up with. We just linked up with him today. Shout out to to Joe and Dell, and and, then, and my boy Red. That's been primarily these dudes all together gaming, and we got a squad. I mean, you can only play four people at a time in this particular game, yeah. but we rotate them in and out. I mean, we're so into it. I set up a a sub sub channel. On our on our Chasm Discord, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to court just to coordinate squads. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, it's been super. And fun. at least a good thing is, is if we have eight people deep, we can like interchange them. You know, if they're all on at the same time. And so it's a yeah. I know for me when it comes to gaming, yeah, this is like I, I game a lot as you know for my life, but it's more of just this is the first online game that I've played you know, besides Madden, you know, a long time ago, but yeah. this is like the first game yeah. that I was, that I've been invested yeah. in and it has like drawn me and addicted to me. And it's been a wonderful game. Just, you know, there's some certain things about it, but you know, that's something that's technology is going to take care of itself. Hopefully yeah. in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Trey and I touched on it on WFS, you know, when it first came out, how they had some server issues but it's it's all it's all cleaned up when I mean, you get in instantly. The game is a tad repetitive, but it's more about the challenge in coordinating working with your friends to take down either these uh these terminator looking things or these starship trooper looking things uh <laughs> the big bugs. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool and I have I don't think they ex- well obviously 
they didn't expect this game to be quite this popular. And I wouldn't be surprised if, well, they start adding way more capabilities to the game. I think that now that they know that they've got a audience and a consistent one, they're about to blow up. Yeah. But we'll touch, we'll, we'll get, we'll get off of HD two, as we call it in my house. Um, we'll get off <laughs> HD two and we're going to move into these public dad announcements or as I like to do it. Public dad announcement. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. So first of all, season one, is almost over. Yeah, I know. May 1st will be the last episode of the season. Uh, we were kind of waffling back and forth whether to do a season, but the long-term play is Big Rich is moving to Texas, as mentioned last episode, and before that, Ooh. the chasm crossover. So the man needs time to move. Yeah. going to give him a break. Oh, yeah, give me a and break. And then whether it will be seasonal after that, that remains to be seen. We're having so much fun doing this. The show may get promoted, but... You know, I don't want to give you all too much information on that. That's just a heads up. So when that time comes and you're like, hey, dad, is dad mode over? No, dad mode's on its break. Yeah, summer vacation, man. Can I get one? People got lives. <laughs> they got the move. Exactly. That's the dad mode if I've ever heard of such right there, baby. We're already, man. And we plan on being back in July. And then he'll talk about how his how his move was. You have anything you want to add to that, Rich? Yeah, I mean, this uh, this it's going to be exciting just to get this process of my life going and just getting my family to a different spot than where we're in and just changes something that is good for us. Yeah. And it's good for anybody if they can do it, but yeah, for us, it's going to be exciting and yeah, I can't wait to get this going down there. And then of course, when we get there, continue to put out more content for the listeners about dad things. Yeah. You know, I can't wait. July's like really Word close. <laughs> so, but yeah. All right. Moving right along, quick reminder, we are on YouTube. You can listen to, you can follow us at Dad Mode Pod. No video yet, yet, emphasis on the yet. But if you want to listen to it there through YouTube music, et cetera, that's what you can do. Trey, you have anything you want to add to the public dad announcements? Uh, to the public dad announcements? Um, well, I guess we can just throw in a pretty big one. I'm going to be a three-time dad here in... I guess about eight months or so, seven and a half. Eight months. Okay. Congratulations. There you go. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm uh I'm losing my guts over here, but you know, we, we handle in business. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, remember what I told you. And this is shout out to the prodigy. Always outnumbered, never outgunned. You're going yeah. from man to man to the zone. That's it. That's it. We're running, a, we're running a two-three zone like we ain't ever seen before over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Triangle offense. Oh man, oh, <laughs> man, that's what the kids are gonna. That's what they're gonna be running. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right? Trying to break yeah, that exactly. Oh man, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for exactly. it. Exactly. It's, okay. it's okay. I'll get. Uh, I'll get Zen with it for a little bit. Get my Phil Jackson on. We'll, we'll strategize. Exactly. We'll be all right. Hey, man, as long as you don't try to run the New York Knicks, we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and with that news, with that news, we want to also introduce or announce to the world a new monthly segment. Uh, We're going to get Trey in once a month or if he wants to do it more. But as the progress goes, we're going to do like a baby tracking kind of episode where he kind of lets us know his preparation and then... Whether like basically up until the baby's born and if he wants to pop in for maybe the first year, if he wants to I'll check in, that's cool too. But it's going to be cool because all the dads who are in a similar situation, 
same situation or want to be in that, it can kind of help, I think, these prospective and new dads have somebody that they can relate to. Now, the difference is third child for Trey. So he's a veteran in the in the parental game. For all of you that are new, new, well, we'll work on something like we'll work on something specifically for you. But we really appreciate you being willing to do that, man. I think that's going to be a great segment for the show. Yeah, man. I want to thank y'all for allowing me the uh, the opportunity to kind of bring this into it, uh, track some progress. Um, like I said, it's a scary time. It's a excited time. There's a lot of things to go with it. So just kind of being able to track the feelings as you go through it and hopefully help some other dads um, that are going through something similar. You know, okay, this is how we we're all kind of coping or, Hey, this is how I need a plan. If I want to do this, whatever I can bring into the world to help some other dads out, man. I appreciate this. He's going to have like a business plan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We're writing books. He's got a business plan. That book, what to expect when you're expecting. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) He's going to show up with his hair all slicked back in a three, in a three piece suit. Like, Welcome to Trey's Corner. Let me tell you. I have like duffel bag Month, <laughs> Right. <laughs> Month two. Mm-hmm. I have not slept. <laughs> Captain's Log. Sleep has evaded me for months Captain's now. Log. Papa's Log. Oh, that's the name right there. Papa's Log. Marshall's Log. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is still going. <laughs> two, two months, three weeks, two days and hey, 46 so, hours. Uh, last, last and certainly not least before we get into the main topic, gratitude. Love, shout outs, anything you guys want to put out there into the uh, dataverse? Uh, for me, oh. I mean, I go first. Uh, just I want to say gratitude to, you know, of course, you know, just like we say every episode, got to give love to the wife to for me to be able to, first of all, become a father. And, and I'm only too deep. I can't, I don't know if I'm going to, I think, I, yeah, I, I'm going I'm to put it right now. This is it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't I'm, do I'm, it. I, I, I'm a two time. Yeah. I'm a two time. That's it. <laughs> but, um, other, other than that, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad to be here, you know, love, living, loving life and just, you know, mom and dad back in Texas and I can't wait to get to see them. And, you know, that's, that's my gratitude right now. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, for me, uh, a lot of gratitude to my family. It's a kind of a, a deep bag to go into, but uh, UE, my mom, uh, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my sister, just people as we go through this uh, time, as we, you know, getting ready to make adjustments, there's a lot of people that are willing to be flexible and um, assist us in however they can. So I want to give gratitude to those people as we get ready to embark on this this new chapter of our journey together me and my wife um journey that is so thank you yeah tell your wife congratulations yeah. man for me and the, and the Murray we'll family do. thank you yeah and uh my is really really quick i'm gonna give a shout out to our whole hd2 crew thank you guys for literally bringing me back into the game there you go so i really appreciate i really appreciate that can't wait so trey if you could for a few minutes, talk to us about your current mindset. We mentioned your vet perspective. This is our subtopic, our our micro uh, segment here. The new baby prep for Trey and for he and his wife. You know what's what are what are you, what are your what was your initial reaction? If you don't mind sharing that. Uh, initially, man, I was shocked. And all honest, in all uh, honesty, none of our kids have been planned. Um, I guess we just kind of wing it. 
that's just the way we work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we thought we were being very careful. So a lot of shock and uh, we've done some other changes. If you listen to us on WFS, uh, you know, embarked on career changes and, you know, just different type of changes over the last year or two. This wasn't mm-hmm. part of the plan. So a lot of shock and a lot of like, oh, man, what are we going to do? Um, that lasted probably a good week, week and a half. You know, you get 10 days of that where you're thinking about it, you know, every day, every night. Uh, but then, you know, things have to shift. Uh, that might be the veteran um, in me. Uh, you know, <laughs> not my first time around doing this, but you got to shift. Okay, what are we going to do? How are, how's time off going to work? Uh, we're all working in different places now since we've had the last two kids. How's time off going to work? How yeah. um, are insurance deductibles working under these new companies? You know, you, you shift into business mode, I think, as a dad, or at least that was my uh, perspective. If there's any time to do it, it's now. Figure that stuff out early. Um, in yeah. my opinion, know what you're working with, know what your deductible is, how much your visits are going to be. Um, if you're having to pay per visit so you can plan out, okay, every visit I'm putting this much to my deductible and in health insurance. What do I have behind that? Uh, a lot of it's moving parts, man. It's, it's like starting up a car that hasn't run in three or four years. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you get down <laughs> the block for legal? a little bit and it's, it's jumping a little bit and you're like, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you shifted into that gear and everything just starts running and you can hear it kind of click and be like, Oh yeah, I know how to do this. So man, that's, be, that's yeah. really just been the, the perspective or the, the mindset right now. I mean, then trying to be there first and foremost, because as much as I'm worried about all these things in the back end, uh, my, my wife is creating a human, um, you know, there's a lot of drain and energy for that. There's a lot of changes that she has to go through, um, with that. So trying mm-hmm. to make sure, you know, at five o'clock in the morning when she wakes up, cause she's not feeling good or, you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock at night when she can't sleep good. Cause you know, she's just uncomfortable, uh, trying to be awake. What do you need? You need some water, you know, just being around, being there. That's really all it's been so far. Um, Doctor's appointments. Uh, if you're in the state of Texas, get your doctor's appointments as soon as you can. We found out about a month ago now, um, and it was six weeks wait for a doctor's appointment. Ooh, so wow, yeah, six weeks. Yeah, really? it was a new patient. Uh, we're a new patient. Uh, we again just kind of moved down here not too long ago. Had some changes True. in insurance with the jobs and True. stuff. So it's a new patient appointment. Uh, so that took a little bit of extra time, I think, into it. But still, we were about six weeks. We haven't hit the first doctor's appointment yet. Um, that's why I really wasn't talking about it too much on some of the other pods um, and stuff. But too many people, you know, know already. And He's like, we need the help. You know? <laughs> and, and that's what <laughs> we're well, trying we, to. We do appreciate you, you know, making this place because you and I have another show together too. <laughs> wink, wink. Together. Um we appreciate that because this is what being a dad's about. And as Rich and I said that we still need to make that a t-shirt. Dad mode never ends. Yeah, and never ends. Bringing that, bringing that over to our platform is, is cool because I mean, you, it's like MTV news. You hear it first. No, um, you see it first here and here. The, the community of dads, the dataverse, you know, I, stand by it and as does rich we want to keep expanding the dataverse because there's a lot of dads out there obviously but there are a lot of great dads within our circle and trey if you haven't been able to guess another african-american man you know my goal personally and i think i've expressed this to both of you probably not together but 
to both of you. My goal on dad mode here is to beat the stereotype that black men don't aren't there for their children, you know, one episode at a time. Yeah. And then if you want, then removing race from it, you know, that dads aren't what they used to be. You know, they talk a lot about the modern man being frail and not like the men of old. And, you know, we're soft, these millennial dads and these zennial dads and whatever they call them, Gen Z. No, man, a dad is a dad, especially a, a one who is there for his children. Yeah. No matter what it takes, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about perfection, right? It's more about the journey and just saying, hey, look. I may not be able to always give you all the time, but I will make some sort of time. And just kind of piggybacking on that, I think um, a good stereotype to bring up, you know, a good dad is adaptive. I think that's (laughs) a a critical word, Word. you know, especially in today's uh, world that we live in. You got to be adaptive. We're not just, you know, hunter gatherers, uh, you know, putting food (laughs) on the table there. I mean, that's part of the job, but there are so many things. I have at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I cut you off. No, nah, you're good. You're good, man. I got these, I got, you know, I killed these beautiful chicken breasts over here. Two ninety nine a pound, I wish. Um, <laughs> Which is stupid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, neither here nor there, man. I just, uh, again, appreciate the platform. If I had to play any place to bring that announcement into the world, I think this is the place to do it again. Just trying to help some people and let people know they're not alone. Doing dad stuff here in 2024, new dad stuff in 2024. There you go. Yeah. Do you we'll do see? Do you see this um, this pending child? Do you see this as an opportunity to kind of I don't want to say reinvent yourself, but like the lessons and things that you've learned, the habits you've picked up having the first two children. Do you see this as an opportunity to kind of expand or extend what you've been doing, or maybe try some things differently? Um, I see it as kind of a combination of the two. Um, you know, you see what you're doing through these other children's life, um, the kind of dad you are, and you see where you can be better, mm-hmm. right? So you have yeah. to continue what you're doing well, but improve on what you can improve on. And for me personally, that's just health. I, I'm i not as athletic as I used to be. I don't like, you know, get out there and I'm not as uh, um, mobile as I used to be. So, you know, getting out there and getting in shape a little bit more uh, with a new kid, you know, if you're going to be juggling three kids, uh, you're going to need to be in shape. Um, so little, little stuff like that. But the things I do as a dad, um, I think those are pretty set in stone. It's some personal things that I want to tweak. Um, and that just comes with age and again, setting up for another chapter. Um, my biggest thing I think, which probably isn't fair. Um, and I'd love to get some feedback on this from some other dads. I'm trying to prepare my other two kids, um, to be a little bit more self-sufficient, um, daily chores you know my kids aren't too old um one's about to be seven one's about to be three but you know a little bit self-sufficient if the seven-year-old knows how to fold her own clothes can help with the three-year-old you know getting pajamas on her little things like that i'm trying to make a routine now so when we need it nine ten eighteen months down the road because we're dealing with a a third one or whatever's going on we have that support system in-house so you, that's been my mindset. So do you prepare yourself to, on the gender, if you don't mind me asking, like 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I don't want to talk about this one. We'll, we'll, we'll check back on that next month. In all honesty, um, I have two girls for people that don't know. So when it comes to the gender for this one, I'm not talking about it. No type of uh, juju you can throw into the wind. No mm-hmm. time to wait one way or the other. We're just, we're going to do some things differently. We didn't do gender reveals for the first two. We might do it for the third one just to try to do a couple of things different, but I don't want to know. I don't want to see. I'm just letting this one ride. I'm going to give it to God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all I can do. It's all you can do. It's all I can do. And then I would say, yeah, you, hope I don't you're young enough too. Here. So that's one thing I was going to mention is, is, you know, you're young enough to where you can at least have, you know, you, you're young enough to where you can have the children where you're at now. I mean, you know, at least for me, I don't, I don't want to be 50 years old and have another kid. Then I'll restart that cycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah so for real. That's, totally I'm, already, that. I'm, I'm already set in my old ways at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Now, now from a multiple pers- child perspective, because you have two, Rich, you know, before I share kind of my, because you asked them a question about gender and things like that. And if, if you guys are okay with it, I'll give my perspective on that. But I wanted to ask you specifically, Rich, like, did you look at, after you had the one, actually, I guess we can ask both of you guys this really, but after you had the one, the second one, I always felt like I need to get this one up to speed. And then when the third one came around, I was like, okay, now the second one's kind of up to speed. Now I got to get the third one up to speed and go through that whole process, right? I got to go back in the pipeline and get this kid to a point where they're just acting more like a kid, go through the whole losing sleep, et cetera. Did you, do you guys, or did you guys look at it this way? And do you feel Trey doing this a third time? You know, it's just more of the same as far as the preparation goes. Um, as far as that kind of preparation, um, I, I, I get where you're coming for trying to get the kids up to speed. Um, that's, I think, kind of comes to what I was talking about a little earlier, too, in a different kind of way. Um, yeah. But I hope that being, makes sense, by the way. No, I, I get what you're coming from there. Yeah. You know, just trying to get them to be in a semi self-sufficient kid, you know, not, you know, yeah. not crying through the night. You know, it, it's all about stages when you're doing this coming through for the first time. Like, OK, what are the, what am I looking for? I'm looking for four hours of sleep and then I'm looking for 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 five hours of sleep. And then if I can get to eight hours of sleep, like, Oh my gosh, like, <laughs> you know, we've made it a milestone. We've done something. Um, yeah. I guess coming into the third part, you know, tunneling in on those things. Yeah. I mean, at I, least when for it, me. I guess for me, it was just depend on, cause my, ch- my children are three years apart. So, you know, I guess there's like a bigger gap depending, you know, I think yours are going to be a bigger gap compared to, or at least the same you know, three years that you said your child was three. So, I mean, I guess for me, I was just, trying to get my son yeah he was it, i think my son was like so much easier to where it's like by the time my daughter came it was like he was mm-hmm. pretty good to where i mean yeah got gotcha. he didn't of course we didn't make him full his own clothes at the time you know can do it barely now but anyway you know this yeah you know, <laughs> it's you know we didn't we didn't we didn't try to accelerate the process on our children's growth at you know when they when they very first came so at least i didn't yeah. I didn't try to do that. I, I was it was just more of just seeing what happened when my daughter came and just throw a caution to the wind. But like, I he's just gonna have to as long as he ain't out there like throwing sticks at people. <laughs> that's <laughs> the and to clarify when I when I the way I think about getting him up to speed, it was just kind of like okay, 
I've done this before. I know what to do. I know every child's different, but a lot of the basics are the same. It's just a matter of getting you acclimated to the house and getting you to the point where you're comfortable and I'm learning you, but then I got to get you to the point where I'm not really, I don't want to say freaking out about having a new kid or the other kids are freaking out, but it's just, I guess it's just more about like, all right, we've got your sleep schedule down. We know what you like. We know what you don't like. We've got our schedules set up for et cetera. That's what I mean. Just like getting the kid into the pipeline of the way we live. Mm. It's kind of how acclimated to the life that they're getting into acclimated to the, to the family. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like, okay, here's your place. And then at some point they'll become, I mean, they're all really conscious. Right. But even more conscious of like, okay, I'm here. What do I do? So that's kind of how I looked at it. And then for my eldest, there's a bigger gap between my eldest and my youngest than, than your children. You know, my, there's like a seven year gap between my oldest daughter and my, my youngest child. So by the time he came around, she had already been through it. So now she was able to get the younger daughter, my middle child, up to speed in that way through, mm-hmm. okay, here's how what it's like to be the older child and you got to do this and that. And maybe you might help out with the baby just a little bit. So there's like a seven-year gap there. And then between the, the two, there's almost a three-year gap. Yeah, that's exactly mine. how mine are going to break down, which yeah. is hilarious. Um, yep. So there's this a, it'll be about that the same. Person. Well, that's yeah, good. Seven yep. and three. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a good gap to... You know, at least to have children compared to having them like one after one after one. <laughs> Be like, you barely get yep. time to get the kid acclimated to anything. Yeah, out of diapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the next yeah. One. <laughs> well, thank one you, man, for, for, for sharing that with us. Oh, the, and the real quick on the gender thing. For me personally, I never really cared. We thought we were really going to have two. I kind of like, had it in my mind that I was going to be a girl dad and then young fella came around. So that's cool. But I, I think you have the right attitude. You're like, just say, kid's a kid. Just Take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Run with it. Yep. I'll so, let y'all know though, as soon as I find out. There you go. I'll let the data world know. Mm-hmm. I'm. Thank you, man. Like, thank you again for that. Cause that's, that's so cool. And, uh, you want to stick around and talk about this gaming stuff with us? Um, if y'all have me, I don't mind it. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm without further ado, we appreciate everybody being patient. We're 30 minutes into the show, and you're like, I want to hear about these video games. That's the reason why I came. So, <laughs> yeah, y'all talk about new baby stuff, huh? <laughs> 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 Alright, so, are video games good for you? Heck no, man. Turn it off. Kill your box. No, I'm playing. Just give me your PlayStation. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> or your Xbox. Or your PC. No. Um, so, as mentioned at the beginning, this all stemmed from the three of us and others spending a lot of time to with each other playing Hell Divers 2, having a great time. And in some of the research I'd done, and we shared articles, of course, on the back end amongst each other, but it seems that the stigma on gaming has shifted. A little bit. There's even, uh, I I was looking at an article earlier by WHO, the World Health Organization, and Mm -hmm. even they had positive things to say. It was saying like, video gaming can make you healthier. So I thought that was crazy because as the the three of us and many others, our generation, probably, probably down to 
Like, I, I actually, I would probably say it's still going. The idea is that video games are going to rot your brain. Yeah. Now, I grew up playing, actually, I had a Commodore 64. That was the first video game, gaming computer I had. It had Frogger on it. <laughs> but Nintendo, Sega, I had the first PlayStation. Actually, I've had every iteration of the PlayStation. I've had two versions, actually, every version of the Xbox at one point. You know, so I played a lot of video games, Nintendo GameCube, etc. I played a lot of video games. You guys have played a lot of video games. I think we're all fairly successful gentlemen. We're not we're not lazy and all those things. But what was interesting about the world the the Who article that I was reading, now, there were long-term and, and others, long-term pers- personal um positive effects to it. So like one article that I read mentioned how it makes people solve puzzles better. It teaches them how to com- children how to communicate or people in general. It allows them to become very good at problem solving and it can have the mental benefits of if you're going through some sort of traumatic event, it's a good outlet for people to be able to kind of work through those problems. Because they get to escape and go and be imaginative and being creative and get in these worlds and build communities. When we were growing up, I don't think it was until the PlayStation 2, unless you were a PC gamer, and even that was a tad limited. Um, it wasn't until like later on for consoles specifically where you could really play online with others and build that community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember. I remember back when PlayStation Online was free. Mm-hmm. You know, you PS3, PSN was free. I think all those things are wonderful. We're in a world now where you have esports. I mean, people are getting paid for playing what Counter Strike and NBA 2K and Madden and making loot off these things. So I think that is very cool. And I hope that video gaming, it's already mainstream, but I, I hope that the older generation and the parents coming up, I hope that that trend doesn't shift. Now, I don't want to see kids spend all day on video games, but I think it can be useful for children. I mean, look at games like Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft. These are three of the biggest games. And I think Minecraft kind of has taken a back seat to those two. Mm-hmm. I have, this is just from my observation with the children that I know, mine and others included, that seems to be like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that game is that. collecting dust in my household right now. Uh, same here. Same here. My children barely get on Minecraft anymore. I'm about to go trade that um, thing and give me some credit for it. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's on their computer already. So, I mean, it I is got the what this it is. version. I'm like, um, dang. Uh, it, ain't, it ain't even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't even worth turning in. So, I, I hope, I, I think it's cool that games like that teach kids how to build worlds. Like, it's the, you're limited by processing power and your imagination. You think about what Meta and Apple and all these other guys are trying to do with virtual realities and these virtual worlds. And when you think about what video games are doing in these types of worlds, 
Little Big Planet is another example. Mm-hmm. You're creating these environments that are immersive. These are potentially the future builders of the metaverse, of the virtual worlds that we aspire to play in that could be the next or the actual ready player one. Yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts? I don't want to bloviate. You guys have say, any thoughts another on game that you can so mention far? in there is Dreams. I don't know if anybody ever played that game or thought about it. I've never even heard so of it. A, no. It's another video game creation where you can create your own. I think that's more creativeness because it's like you create your own video game compared to creating your own levels. I don't know if you know, you know, like they there you can create your own character that goes through these hoops and everything like that. Um mm-hmm. So it's, I think when when it comes to those creations, the, my kids, they, they loved it at a certain point. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of like, they figured out that, Hey, cool. I, I, I like what I built, but then what am I going to do with it afterwards? I mean, I don't know. You, you can't like put in the drawing to win a thousand dollars or anything like that. So now they're going to the esports to mm-hmm. make loot, <laughs> you know, like as far as, okay, I'm up, if I'm going to put my talent in a certain area compared to putting my talent, something that's not going to benefit me from anything. So at least that's yeah. why at least me and your kids play Fortnite because they may be able to at some point in time. I know that's, that's the cool thing is, is when I was in Texas, uh, six flags, they have the little esports lounge or whatever. Uh, you can just go there and just like, right. I forgot yeah, you can that. just go there and just like play it for the kids. And, and that's, and that's good. That gives the kids some competition too. You know, to where they can show who's better and and just to get that drive um, when it comes to how they are doing it. I mean, it's this whole thing when it came to, you know, we talked about you know, addiction, you know, that's, it's, 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 it could be bad, but it depends on the type of game that it is. Like, at least in my opinion, I mean, does that, How's that no, feel? Yeah, I think you're, you know, I think you're hitting the nail right on the head there. And I think that's a good kind of combination of what both of you guys are, are talking about. It's the good and the bad of video games. Um, and when you're talking about being a parent um, and, you know, overwatching the games that your kids are playing or, or cultivating that environment, that's your, you know, kind of your job that I think we get a leg up on. Um, like you were saying, E, from PS1 to, to PS5, um, you know, we've been in the, been in the fold. Uh, so you know kind of what you're getting into. I mean, you just have to watch your kids, you know, make sure that they're, you know, who they're playing with, one, um, and what games they're playing, two, and how much they're playing. And if you can do that, I think there's a lot of benefit from mm-hmm. your kids playing those games. You're, you're building Fortnite, for example. I think you're building future architects in that game, man. Yeah. Um, I, right, right. Like, it's it's ridiculous the way they give you the option and the ability to, like I said, problem solve, but not only problem solve like we did back in the day, you know, are you going left, right, up or down? Mm-hmm. No, you are, you're building entire structures to solve a problem or get away from an enemy. You have to think about that in a, a split second decision. So that hand-eye coordination, that's what I was going to say, yeah. that building, you're getting those things in there, but you have to watch what they're playing and how much you're playing it and who they're playing with. Yep. Cause if not, then it can be detrimental. Yeah. And I was going to say that. Well, that and hand, I think oh, that, but, sorry. No, 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 no I was going to say, yeah, you, you the hand eye coordination, that's a motor skill. And a lot of games yes. right now, you know, there, there are some, there are, there are a lot of games right now that teaches motor skills. And I'm going to give you one that, my daughter is 10 and she played this game when she was eight. It's a game called Beat Saber. Like when she f- first picked up the game, she was like, okay, 
you know, this is all right. But then she got like excelled at it. So her hand eye coordination yeah. is like killer right now when it comes to, you know, when it comes to certain things like that. And then, and then after that, she played baseball to where she can catch a ball really, you know, like I just gave her a glove and she just started catching it. Like it was nothing. So I'm not saying that the video games helped with that, but it could be attributed to getting, yeah. you know, to doing that. There's a big possibility. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, there in, in a lot of the articles, and I'm going to put these all in the show notes because we we really tried to like dive deep into this and not just say, yeah, man, video games are cool, bro. <laughs> Y'all couldn't see my face. I made like a really ugly face. <laughs> um, stimulating factors for gaming. So we've talked about so far hand-eye coordination, but then the like the mental stimulation, you've talked about architects. That was beautifully put, Trey. That's kind of on the piggyback of what I was saying about the ready player world and the whole metaverse and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, but the stimulating factor, take a person who's just got, I don't want to say low brain activity, but just someone who has problem with like their visual motor skills or like you said, hand-eye coordination, focus. It allows people to lock in and really concentrate and and do things again. That goes back with the problem solving. You take something like uh, you guys remember Tomb Raider, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So in Tomb Raider, there's always these little mini games where you've got to solve these puzzles. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you get to a certain point. I I like Tomb Raider because I'm a big bow and arrow guy. So like anything with a bow and arrow, that's like Horizon. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff, right? But then you would get to these puzzles and my wife would sit and play with me and she would wait. She'd be like, is that the puzzle? Is it my turn? And I'd hand her the controller. Sure, I could do the puzzles, but she enjoyed that part of the game. Mm-hmm. She was just like, Tomb Raider just needs to make puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> Sometimes the puzzles can but be I mean, hard, it, though. And that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Those things are stimulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. A challenge. I mean, we mentioned Hell Divers 2 earlier, but like, hand-eye coordination and puzzles, you have hordes of these things coming at you, whether it's machines or bugs. And in most games, it's like, okay, hold down L1, R1, and then press triangle, and you'll summon this. No, you've got to do whole freaking button combinations with a directional pad while holding L1. Who would have thought to do that before? It's like, okay, up, left, right. Yeah. There it is. I did it it right. And then you got to make sure as you're... What'd you say? Reminds me of those GTA cheats, you know, back in the right. day. Right. Oh yeah, like 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 the whole Konami code, yeah, you know, contra. Up, up, down, down, left, left. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. And you got to do that at the right time at a certain screen and whatever. Right. So it, it's really cool that they're doing stuff like that for for people, just improving those skills. Um, we mentioned some detrimental things. I was going to kind of parlay that back to the end, but we'll kind of stop for just a moment because you both had mentioned the fear that we've always had. And I say we as a society, not the three of us, but the fear of meeting creepers online. That's part of the reason why I didn't let my girls play Roblox for the longest time. Cause I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. who you're talking to. Uh, my son, for the first time I let him join, this is within the last month. I've set up a PSN online account for him because he wanted to play Fortnite with his sisters. And then I was like, okay, well, I made you could you can do things like blocking chat, you know. So like mm-hmm. you can only talk to specific people on your list. So our whole family, Trey is one of them that he can talk to, you know. So we have specific people that we've allowed, and I think part of this is education and skill. And when I say education and skill, 
I don't mean that parents are dumb and I'm not saying that they're unskilled. What I mean is that they may not know the ability, the tools that they have at yeah, their disposal. To, to limit those things. Mm-hmm. Correct. Within those ecosystems. Also, it can be daunting because if you have a kid who are children who are into a lot of these things and they each have their own granular controls, it could be a pain in the butt. You're like, man, you played 12 different games. I got to go set up 12 different ecosystems for you to play that game. And then when you want to change something, then dang, I got to go back and I got to change that 12 times over. So I understand from that standpoint how it's taxing and it's just easy to say, screw it, I'm not doing that. And the skill, that's kind of part of the skill part of it too. It's like, if you're not a gamer, you're a parent who's raising gamer, a gamer or gamers, but you don't know what you're doing. You just turned it on. Oh, I don't know. He wants to play a game. Yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn it on. You, you're lacking, I guess it's more ignorance, isn't it? Um, you're lacking the, the, the knowledge and the skill to be able to turn certain things off without Google searching it. I mean, I, so, I think it's a different uh, uh, balance between the knowledge and the ignorance. Some people are just lazy and they just don't want to do it. Some people really don't know that, that you too. can like search it up on YouTube and spend five minutes watching a YouTube video and know what you're doing. Some people don't yeah. know. So there's a balance there um, as far as those two points there. But as you I don't know, I think that's an a advantage that we have, at least with our children as gamer dads, is the ability to know what kind of environment that you're getting into and how to navigate and restrict certain asset um, aspects I agree. of that environment. Yeah. And we, we've had this concept across now. I think uh, the concept was nothing new. Now, Apple makes it popular be- through their ecosystem. They say screen time, but the concept of screen time is older than Apple. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh, you know what I mean? Older than the Apple app. When we were growing up, it was TV. Uh, you can't watch, you can't watch too much TV. It's going to rot your brain. Yeah. You can't play too much video games. Don't, sit, close, don't sit too close and to now, TV. <laughs> don't sit too close yeah, to TV. Yeah, I was going to say that one. Now we got TV strapped to our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, now we got people walking around with phones yep. in front of their eyes. Mm-hmm. It, it, it cracks me up as a, a total aside. And I make fun of my wife and my daughter. There's like this big 77-inch TV in the living room, but they want to watch their TV shows on a tablet. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Nobody's watching the TV. Yeah. Why go watch the TV? I paid this much money what? for this thing and y'all ain't watch. I ain't gonna get into it. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> man, and ladies and gentlemen, that's why I love this man. Yeah, I, Pause. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I but I will say this is you know, this on the technology front, you know, when it comes to that, I think I would rather for them to be on that little screen and I guess it depends on the type of TV you have, you know, if you got like a expensive tv oh yeah definitely play on that thing so you don't damage my stuff i think it's a personal thing too right Mm -hmm. it's your experience as opposed to you know people being all up in to your experience it's like when you put something on tv why are you watching that you're interrupting Mm -hmm. somebody you could put your headphones or your earbuds on and you can drift away into uh whatever the last airbender or whatever universe you're watching you know precisely you can go there kind of like reading a book but not reading a book yep Exactly. You can go get on the Starship Enterprise or, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, spirited away, whatever the case may be. So we've talked, uh, we're, we've talking about the creepers online. Of course, there are obvious health side effects. We're not going to, I'm not going to sit here. Neither, none of us are going to sit here and act like everything's perfect and video games are going to solve all the problems of the world. 
sitting in front of a screen prolonged for hours is not good for you. I think that's an obvious thing to say. They say in some studies, sitting is the new smoking. I don't know how true that is. I'm not getting into that, but I want to say sitting in front of anything for long hours a day, long hours in a day is not good for you. Video games is no exception to that rule. You must exercise. Yeah. Be social. Mm -hmm. There's, you mentioned it way back in the episode, Rich, you mentioned addiction. Mm -hmm. It can be addicting. Yeah. One thing that, one thing with the screen time regulation and to, to bring this all together, one thing that I've noticed within just my youngest, my son, my son played video games most of the day yesterday because there was a bunch of preteen and one couple teens in here running around and they ain't trying to hang with a five-year-old like that. They let them hang for a little bit, but for the most part, there weren't that there, there weren't many kids his age here most of the day. And so he came in here with me. I have a, I have my, my gaming system underneath my desk here and I got his PS4. I just called it his PS4. It feels weird to say I put his PS4 over on this TV so he can play a game. We could play a game together. Right. So we spent most of his day in here and then he comes back today and he's like, all right, I'm ready to play. And I told him, no, dude, you spent almost half the day yesterday playing games more than I normally let you do, which is way too long uh, gaming in here. And he threw a, he pitched a fit. I'm like, cool. That attitude shows some level. I don't want to say addiction, like hardcore addiction, but when you act a certain way because you don't get it, that's a red flag mm -hmm. to me. So now I have, I feel compelled to remove it from you for a while. Yeah. Now you get a couple of days without that video game. Now you got to detox out, you know, let that, let that go out, get that out of you. Um, I, I forgot I which article it was that I read, but one of them said, um, one of the good things about regulating time is you're forcing boredom and boredom is good because boredom uh, stimulates creativity mm -hmm. and imagination. You know, yeah. kid, I don't know how it is for the two of you, but one of my biggest grading, or uh, let me rephrase that. One of the phrases or, or statements that drives me nuts is what can I do? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I need something to do. I got, I, you want something to do? Cool. Go grab that pledge and grab that microfiber towel and go wipe down my table. Yeah. Read these baseboards real quick for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Go get that vacuum. Mm -hmm. Go get those Clorox wipes. I got, hey, I got some more work for you. I could find something. Yeah. It was that Black Dad's gift I, or that, that, that reel I sent you guys on Instagram where he was like, did you wash the grass, son? <laughs> yeah. <just> kept... <laughs> and so, yeah, it keep coming up with stuff for you to do. Don't worry about it. Oh, I can find something. But I, I, hate, I hate that statement because in my brain, and I could be totally wrong, that tells me you want me to tell you it's okay to go play video games or to give you exactly what you want. You're, you're, it's a lifter puller line. It's like when you're trying to pull a girl and you're like... All right, I'm just gonna throw this line out there and see how she responds. And if I get like, if she responds a certain way, I know I'm in there. But if she responds the other way, then I'm like, okay, that's like I gotta try a different approach or I gotta step away. And that's kind of what that feels like to me. What about you two? I mean, for for me, I my my kids. Well, I'm gonna say my son because he's been on the 
video game kick for a minute. You know, as far as playing Fortnite with his friends, and you know, he is starting to be more sociable on that on there, which is good. Like he has friends on there, yeah. But of course, it depends on who he's friends with, and you know, he's a teenager, so. They got teenagers talking all kinds of stuff on there. And it's like, man, you know. Of course. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Even adults are on there. So it's like, oh, you know, I don't know who you oh, are. Wow. I mean, not, I mean I don't, I'm just saying that they are not you know, in general, not on his, but just in general, there are adults on there be talking mess. And, oh, you know, gotcha. I mean, so it's just, I, 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 I was at first like, okay, he, we have given him the necessary tools and told him he knows what to do and not do. So let's see how it goes. And and he hasn't had the attitude of I'm gonna go ahead and just run amok. It's more of just like things are starting to go down, such as his grades, such as his uh such as his uh what's the word? I wouldn't say uh cognitive thinking or certain things like that, mm-hmm. to where he's not he like his 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 more learning on how to beat this particular level compared to doing things in school when it comes to learning about uh the Pythagorean theorem or whatever that they're learning now. So he's putting right. more effort into s- certain things. So now that's where I know we have in here talking about the regulation. We gotta regulate the yeah. children on making sure that everything is balanced. So making sure that. You know, we have teenage, you know, teenage kids will think you're about to be a teenager. They're going to be, we got to start regulating more of those things on making sure that, okay, hey, if the grades start to slip, guess what? These games are about to slip. And yeah, locked up. Yeah. And so, and now, of course, I, we, we have done that with him. And he's just like, instead of challenging himself to say, okay, well, I'm going to start learning a little bit more. He's like, I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm like, dang, no, you ain't going to sleep. You ain't about to just take this punishment just by sleeping. No, you're going to like, get up and maybe fold your own clothes or something or just whatever we decide yeah, do to do. Yeah, do something productive. Yeah, do something productive. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't know if he's addicted to the game, you know, when it comes to, like, I think it's an addiction if you stay up all night playing it or is that just, like, that's the best time you can do it? <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, I'm a, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's like he, if he wakes up at, like, if on a, on a school day and, say, first he wakes up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, and then he goes and plays a video game. I don't know if that's an addiction or not, but yeah, it's just we, it's just we got you know, regulation. It's like oh, we got in my family, we got to figure out how to get that done. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah, that. It, it takes it it takes time, you know. And we live in a society like we're in a post COVID quote unquote society, right? Where screen timing, screen timing, screen time has gone up from 1.1 hours a day compared to studies Mm -hmm. up to 1.75 hours per day. So that's an uptick. I think some things that we need to do as gaming fathers ourselves is we need to set an example for them. Say, Hey, business before pleasure. I'm a big, big Mm -hmm. proponent on leading by example all the time. You know, like my wife gets annoyed because sometimes she just, she's in a hurry. She hops out of bed. She wants to roll and then she goes upstairs and she yells at the kids for not making their bed. I'm like, but did you make, you were the last one out of our bed. Did you make the bed? I pay the bills. That's not the point. Yeah. Did you you do don't it? make your bed. 
they're going to look at you and go a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as sometimes you don't want to do it and it doesn't even have to be right away. Right. I mean, sometimes you get up, you go to the restroom and you forget to do it. Like whatever the case may be, you go downstairs, but you do it. And with gaming, this game in particular that we, that I've been playing with the two of you and others, you know, I've played a little bit more, a lot more than I normally do. And I spent more hours than I probably should playing the game. It's been fun. Even myself, I had to say to my mind, all right, it's time to start dialing it back. You've got other things that you need to do. You know, we've got the pods, I've got studies, all kinds of stuff, spending time with your family, which is a good segue into something that I really want to emphasize is game with your kids. I mentioned earlier, my son and I game together. We play Ninja Turtles. We'll play Fortnite. <sighs> Not a big fan of that game. Um, Me either. But I'll do it. I'll jump on Fortnite for an hour or so with them because- it's not even so much about the game itself. It's about doing something that they love with you mm-hmm. and they love that. Just can I say something about do that it. though? Do the that, that's good to do. Go for but it. you do need to and I'm not saying my bad. I mean to say it like that, but at least what I what no, no, you know, no, I guess good. what I, I what I want to do. Is yeah, I want to be able to play Fortnite or the, I, I want to I want to be able to do what he wants to do, but I also want to make sure that we do something that's good for him. Like say, for instance, if we do play a video, like there's this game that my daughter just got. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And oh, <laughs> you know, we just like the TV uh, show. Well, yeah, it was on PS Five. Yeah. It was like five yeah. bucks. I got it, and yeah. we play it every now and then. Yeah. So this thing, just doing games like that or Trivia Pursuit, just to keep their knowledge going trivial you know what i mean just mm-hmm. to do those type of games like i mean fortnite's fine to play with them but if you know kind of mixing it up a little bit like as far as uh i don't know if you guys have ever played it takes two co-op games oh uh, yeah know, working together I've, I've heard you know what i mean just like take you know co-op games uh, that will make it to where you guys are gelling together or doing more things together yeah I like that. I do things like uh, it takes two. I played that uh, with both my wife and my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Big Planet Little or Big Planet. Sack Boys. Yep. Little Big, Big Planet or Sack Boys. That's Boy a good one ones. for you know yes, working together. Um, Lego. The Lego games are really good too. Yeah, um, we'll do the Lego games uh, yep. when it comes yep. to working together, playing things like that that are you know not just us you know doing something random together, but you know like Rich said something collaborative and where we have to work and, together. And that's really the focus of what I'm saying. I used Turtles and Fortnite as examples of doing something with your children that they love. And I think that's good to bear it up. But at the same time, you have to be mindful, in my opinion, of making it about you, right? So if you're like, yeah, but I don't want to play that because you should be doing this instead, the kid's going to look at it and go, but I just want you to play what I like with me because I want to spend time with you playing the thing that I like with you, you know? So if there's a balance between saying, all right, I am going to play this game with you, but then also you got to do something that I want to do. Now you show them how to do that given. That's what right? I was going to say. Okay, yeah, cool. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. We'll do the fort. We'll do the Fortnite thing or whatever game that, that that makes us as parents go. All right. But then also cool. I did that with you. Now, to continue gaming, to continue our gaming, I want you to try something that I like. Yeah, we're going to do a puzzle. Or maybe something, or or, or something that, that neither of us know is good, mm-hmm. like Lego 2K, yeah, try something Lego new. 2K yeah. Racing. That game, by the way, if y'all didn't get that on PlayStation when it was free, that game's fun. The 2K Drive, the Lego one, that's actually pretty mm-hmm. fun. 
Never played. So it. that's something that he and I will he and I will play together. It's you know it's 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 silly. It's but it's fun. It's it's actually got some cool mechanics. Shout out to 2K. They got their hands on everything, yeah. even Borderlands. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. But I I think setting that example, spending time with them, um, is important. And then of course beyond gaming, video or board games, right? Because you want to do those things too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich made a really big emphasis on making sure we cover this on the show, balancing family time and gaming, period. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, gaming gaming and family yeah. time, that is. Yeah, and I would say, yeah, you so, put up a really good article uh, when it comes to on, when it comes to that. And it's funny, I read this article, and that is, and I don't know if it's like that with everybody, but they put their family first, and then they'll lead themselves for last. As far as they talked about, okay, I'm gonna get up, do do the things with that I need to get done, you know, make sure. Yeah, I saw that you know, one. Make yeah. sure, I, yeah. you know, I got you know. And it, it's crazy because it's cut and paste what I do in my family. You know, like I get up, I make my wife some coffee because she loves it. You know, she loves how I make coffee, like all kinds of Starbucks way. And then you know, then I go to work. Then I go get the kids. As far as then we, you know, when it comes to school, get home, talk to them about the school. Do all those do all those necessary things, and then just uh, organ or just prioritizing the game. You can prioritize the game, and just make sure that you have those things checked off before you get that, because this is more of a recreation for ourselves yes, than it is. it is for you know anything else. You know, because the kids, the family, that's going to come first. Your relationship with your loved one is going to come before video games. You know, so that's when I read that article. Uh, it was from uh, what was it called? It read, it, MP, I think was it NPR, uh, yeah. New York Times, and so yeah, this yeah, yeah, I know this article was from you know 2019. It, 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 yeah, two, three years or four years ago, mass four years ago. You know, along goes that far away, so it's still applies to how it is now. You know, just you know, I know the one thing I was going to mention to you guys was like, how do you balance your family when it comes to I know because we all want a game, so how are we how are we balancing it? I'll let our guests go first. Um, I think do that, Trey. I, I think it's kind of just what you said. You nailed it there. Um, you have to make sure that you know you you handle your business. You know the kids home from school, schoolwork's done. We got dinner done. You know, wife's good. Everybody okay? We good? Everybody got everything we need to do done? Checked all the checklists off. Okay, cool. Now it's time to sit down. You know, I'm putting my headphones on. If you need me, you're gonna have to come wave at me. I'm here in a minute. Yeah. I'm here gaming. Uh, but once you get everything and you know that, you know, everything is completed, then you can sit down and have that time um, and enjoy that time, whether it's by yourself or if you're gaming with your family. Um, either way, you have to set that example and everything has to be done before you dive in or should be done before you dive in. For for me personally, <clears throat> and I've said this before, I don't game nearly as much as I used to. So I've spent a lot of time watching them game uh my wife even longer my wife and i used to play borderlands together and little big planet and all kinds of stuff portal was our jam i should go get that again but the way i balance it now is i will try to let them do their thing each for i don't know an hour maybe two in the summertime or on a weekend maybe a little bit longer but then I'll tell them, all right, cool. You need to go outside. So our weekend, our weekends, I have a rule. 
and screen time is arbitrary, right? That's it, uh, it varies, but on the household, the child, the situation, the game. There's so many variables. If it's raining I don't outside. Dive. Yeah, there's it's not. Pres- yeah, it's not prescriptive. But I tell my kids just as a general rule, you know, no electronics before noon. I might let them watch TV. That's probably like the only exception. But generally on the weekend, I'm like, nah, man, go outside, go read a book, go play with your toys, go color, go paint, go stare out the window and and pretend in your mind that you're playing a game. But no electronics before noon. Because here in Texas, especially in the late spring through mid-fall, it's hot as bollocks outside. Hmm. And if you get up early, if you get enough sleep and you get up early enough, you can go outside and, and enjoy a couple hours of play before it turns a million degrees yeah, outside. Yeah, I was say, yeah, that's that one twenty. Yeah, and, and, and when the weather's nice, then they they my children tend to stay outside all day or most of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I balance that. Um, and then I play games, as we mentioned, I play games with them. I play I play games with them. So. I've been doing the Fortnite thing with the kids. We do the Ninja Turtles things. I mentioned all those games. I'll play various games with them. And I miss playing games with my wife, but you know, there's not really much that she's into these days. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out. It takes out. two. Just get it. It takes two is a good one to play with your wife, yeah. man. Yeah, really I is. saw that. I saw that. We, we we talked about that one actually. I just I'll, maybe I'll pull the trigger on that and just get, get ready it. for a hey. split screen. It's been a while, so get ready for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you can you can't do multiplayer online? You can, yeah. I think you can. Yeah, but it's a okay. local co-op, so it's split. It's it's split screen. Yeah, if you play locally, it's split screen. Okay, that would be nice if it if you could like. Do I, think, the whole, I think you can like do. I think you planet. can join up online. I think you can do that. Well, because I know a little big planet. It's not split screen. I wish they would do that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, hey, favorite games, real quick, to play with your family, and maybe your favorite games as individuals. Guess first. Um, well, I mean, we've talked about it all through the show right now. Helldivers 2 is a <laughs> HD2, is it? Baby? Yeah, man, that's a favorite right game now. of me right now. It's been a yeah, long time real, since I've dove into like an online experience with other people. Um, I know, and that's another, you know, just quick, quickly, another really big takeaway with video games. If you watch, you know, who you're playing with, if you're socially awkward or you know, you don't really go out and like to hang out with people, video games is a good way to dive in and connect with people and learn how to talk to people and have those conversations, you know, just those random startup conversations. But anyway, that's a good one. Uh, That's my favorite game. 2K. I I play 2K a lot. That's my, my board game. And I don't feel like doing all the strategizing, but I just kind of want to run up and down the court uh, a little bit. Um, That's mine. And then when it comes to the family, little, little big planet or sack boys, big adventure, uh, the PS five version, Mm. uh, we're playing a lot of that. We play a lot of the Lego two movie video game. Um, just kind of bouncing back and forth between that. And then I can sneak in a little Ninja Turtles there. My kid's not the biggest fan of it, but I love it. So we, we get yeah, down on that. Game. Yeah, I know for me, we're just, I mean, same thing, Helldivers right now. Um, if I'm not playing Helldivers, yeah. I've been trying to get a lot better at the FPS games. So I downloaded Cyberpunk. Maybe that's not the great game to Ooh. play with certain individuals around. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah just trying to get more acclimated to that so I can uh, get on my son's level of playing Fortnite because hey, yeah, Fortnite is really hard. Uh, family, what we you know we do a lot of board games. Not, not a lot. Let me rephrase that. Uh, the game of life is what my daughter likes to play. I don't know why. It's really short and simple and sweet. Um, doing a lot. Uh, uh, doing a lot of. Uh, 
what's the game called? Yeah, the fifth grader one. Uh, it's crazy that my fifth graders aren't learning what they're learning in the show. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> like, man, I'm, man, I'm really not that smart. So just doing that, trying to get, mm. you know, maybe some phase 10, Uno. So, yeah. Oh, my Uno, Uno favorites, man. Mm-hmm. My favorites, man, are probably the Borderlands franchise. I was heavy on that for years. Horizon is both Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. Horizon, the series, is probably my favorite video game franchise of all time now because it's just, it's beautiful. Immersive. There's just so much yeah. I love about it. Uh, I downloaded, and well, I bought Dead Space, the remake. That's a good. It holds yeah, up. Yeah, that's a good game. It holds yeah. up, man. It's like, I, I, I know you love the original, man. I remember when the original uh, came out. You were playing that. You played the heck out of that. Oh game man, too. that one, that one in Dead Space Two. Those are my jams, dude. Like Dead Space is Alien. Dead Space Two is Aliens. It's it's the perfect mm-hmm. analogy or, or or metaphor. I don't know if the right word now. All of a sudden, but it lines up when you compare those two games to those two movies. Like it just really lines yeah. up well. Um, and then of course. HD too, man. I mean, that's it's it's hot. It's the new hotness. Uh, Big Rich, shout out to you. You got me that Ghost of Tsushima. I'm really enjoying oh, that. Man. I need to get that back game into is. It. That's the game I was playing before this game. Yeah, out. that game <laughs> is. That game's a beautiful game, man. It's it's man. That game is cinematic, bro. Yeah, it's it is so game. cinematic, and the 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 combat is fluid. Yeah, it is. It's very fluid. So I need to when this dives down um, or dies down. <laughs> I said dives. <laughs> yeah, we ready. when this dies down, I am going to get back into that. So, and that and I will say I'm really, with that game that has an online mode too, so you can do like up to four people. So whenever you get, I've, never played, the, I've never played the, the Legends online. Yeah. Oh, we got to do it. it. So that's good. Oh, I, that sounds like a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know one thing real quick before we leave. Gaming dads, go as ahead. far as characters go, I wanted to get this in before we left. I'm going with Kratos. Oh, who you got? Oh man, that's a question. That's a loaded question. That's a great pick too. Uh, oh, what was the dad's name? And I can't think of his name now. Horizon. Um, Tr- oh man, you beat me. Trust. Trust. Yeah, yeah. Trust. That's who I was thinking of. That who came to my mind right after that. Um, yeah, Trust. Trust was a really good dad to Aloy. Yeah, but Kratos yeah. is undefeated, man. The way it's. Rough, tough, just mean parenting, but get your kid in the right. Yeah, spirit. exactly. Yeah, dude, there's yeah, yeah, that's mean. Well, you 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 took mine. Mine was going to be Trost, so now I got to go with like Joel from Horizon, Horizon from The Last of Us. Oh, uh, there you go. Joel's a good one too. Because that that first that first that first one, man, like, it, and then the, then the TV show really kind of like solidified that parental relationship yeah, that between feel. the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. the growth when it comes to him from. Um, from nothing, you know, just a piece of what was it? A it was a piece of equipment, or he was, you know, just running a running a drop to coming oh, into that. It was just a uh, yeah. just, just cargo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just cargo to come in full fatherly. But beautiful man. Thank y'all. Yeah, it, it it was great having you on, man. This was this was cool. This was really cool. Um, just to let y'all know, you can find us at Dad Mode Pod. On all the things, everywhere at Dad Mode, Dad Mode Pod, uh, our dad voice, Mister Trey, where people can find you. Uh, you can find me where at Marshall you- on Mikes on X, Marshall on Mikes Three on Instagram. Come check it out. Uh, keep up with the uh, 
the baby train as we go through this uh, this chapter of life, man. <laughs> Big Rich, I'm a, you got anything on the personal yeah, level? Yeah, I'm an M2 Mania 20. Um, I'm on there, on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know well about YouTube, but yeah, Richard Murray, that's on YouTube. And then if you guys do Hell Divers, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go. Yeah, you get that. Maybe we can get maybe we can build a Discord out for that. There you go. Um I'm every I'm on I'm E can talk on like all the things. So except for TikTok. I'm not on there. But yeah, that's where you where you can find me. And if you want to connect with other dads in my research, I came across two websites. If you want to get some dad gear, dadswhogame.com. They got t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. And if you want to join a community, there's dadsgaming.com. I don't know how good they are. I don't know, you know, what the quality of the community is, but I just thought it was really cool to see that. And if you want to read a good book, you've heard us mention it on the show multiple times before, the all three of us are reading it, The Daily Dad by Ryan Holiday. Really good. Great book. It's a great, great book. So today's lesson actually, or, or, or passage, that's the way you want to put it. Today's chapter talked about telling your kids you love them. Stop them in their tracks. Just tell them that you love them. Yeah, exactly. Call them in from outside. Break their concentration. Tell them that you love them. Catch them off guard. We do it to each other all the time, but I just thought that was a great reminder. So with that, we're going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And fathers, game on. Game on. Adios. Here, man. See you.